0: Welcome to the Accent Training Podcast, a podcast where I teach you to use the sounds of the American accent for yourself. My name is Pat. I'm an accent coach from Toronto, Canada, and I live in Mexico. I teach the American accent from here with folks all over the world. I've got students in Switzerland, in Spain, in Argentina, in Mexico, and all across the United States. People from all over the world are working on their accents, and folks, I am proud to call myself your teacher. Today's episode is part two of... Blending D and U sounds. Part two. Part one explained how we could do this in the middle of words. I educated you of blending D and U sounds together in unstressed syllables. To have better control over your speech stress. To develop your accent with the sound... ...that the typical American English speaker is using. Now today I'd like to talk about how we can use that same habit to blend words together. That's right, connecting our speech through blending. Because you see, connected speech is imperative to developing your accent. When you reduce some sounds and you connect them together with other sounds... You begin to adapt to the flow and rhythm of English speech. And that's a big part of what we work on when developing an American accent. It's not just about clarity and making the perfect sound. Sometimes it's about being less clear. It's about mushing your sounds together. And so today we're going to work on words ending in the letter D, blending and connecting with the words you and your. This is extremely common, so believe me, you don't want to miss a second of today's episode. And we will get to that in just a moment, but before we do, I've just got a couple of things to mention. The first thing to mention is that I will be taking a few weeks off in August, That's right. I can't say for the whole month of August, because I don't think I'll take the whole month of August off, but I just want everybody listening to be aware of the fact that August will not see many podcast episodes out by me. This is because I'm moving, you know, I'm... I'm moving to a new house, I've got to get things sorted, I've got to get my internet connected, and and I've got to focus on familiarizing myself with the town I'll be moving to a little bit. And so I won't say that no episodes will come out in August, I will surely have at least a couple of episodes for you, but I will take a break at least for a couple of weeks. However, come September we'll be back on track with our weekly episode So you can count on that. But I don't want you to feel discouraged. I don't want you to feel like you have to totally give up on learning the American accent just because I'll be taking a little bit of time off. You keep at your goals. Keep practicing the things that we've worked on in the past and ensure that you're subscribed to this podcast so that you are ready to go as soon as I've got more material out for you. And what's more, if you need something to work on throughout the month of August while I'm busy, hey, you do not have to miss a beat. Open the link in the description and check out my video course. Allow me to guide you through this video course with some focused and clear material as to how you can develop the American accent for yourself. Well, on with the lesson D and U sounds blending our words together. When a word ends in the letter D, and the following word is you or your, we blend the words like Jew or J. Jew J. Now, what's the difference between using Jew and J? Well, if we go J J, we're using the schwa sound. And that means that we're giving even less stress to the word you. Whereas if we go ju, ju, we're giving more stress to the word you. Both are appropriate, it just depends on the context. And so you will sound like ju or j. Your will sound like Jer. That's right, like a J E R. Flat, quick, low in pitch, just used to mush our words together, jur. Now that's the whole rule that we're looking at today. That's the gist of it. If you can keep your ears open for that, you'll start to hear it all over the place. You'll start to notice how Americans and Canadians and, and probably outside of North America as well, how folks do this to speak quickly and control their stress. Let me give you some examples to help you get the hang of this. And then repeat after me what you hear me say. I heard you. I heard you. I'm not saying I heard you, but heard you. I heard you. Could also be I heard you. I, I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. It all depends on the context. J or ju. I heard you. You will be well understood if you pronounce it, I heard you, I heard you. People will know what you're saying, but it won't have the flow and the control that you may desire to have your English sound more natural. I heard you. Quick, quiet blending of sounds. Let's see another one. Would you help? Would you? Would you help? Again, not quite saying would you help, but would you? Would you help me for a minute here? Would you help? Here's another. Did you see? Did you see? Notice how my voice goes strong for did, down for ja, up for see. Did you see? Did you see? So... If a word ends in D, the following word is you, we can blend those together to make a J kind of sound. Now, as I mentioned, this is also done with the word your. Instead of getting a full your, your all the time, we can often reduce it to just a your, your. And if the word before your ends in a D, it sounds more like jer. jer. Again, listen closely, repeat after me. Open up your ears to this concept. We need your car. Need your. We need your car. I found your wallet. Hey, I found your wallet. That's always something nice to tell someone, eh? That makes people really happy. I found your wallet. Found your, I found your wallet, found your wallet, and here's one more with your, mind your, mind your manners, mind your manners at the dinner table, my mom used to tell me that, mind your manners Patrick, mind your manners at the dinner table, mind your manners, what does that mean? Mind your manners. Mind your manners. This is like saying, be polite. Don't be rude. Don't put your elbows on the table. That's poor etiquette. Those are poor manners. Say please and thank you. And do not speak if there's food in your mouth while you're eating. Those are poor manners. Mind your manners. So it's like saying, Be aware of this. Pay mind to this. Pay attention to it. Mind it. Consider it. Mind your manners. So that's the gist of today's lesson. Words ending in D blend with the word you, like j or jew. Or words ending in D can blend with the word your, like jer. Jer. Now we've seen a handful of useful phrases, which I'm... Sure, you will have no trouble working into your daily life if you make a bit of an effort. But let me just send you off with a couple more idiomatic expressions so that you might use this new sound, this new concept of blending to connect our speech with a brand new idiom that you've never used or maybe never felt comfortable using in the past. The first one I'd like to bring to your attention is find your feet. Find your feet. Once you find your feet, you'll do just fine. Once you find your feet. Does this mean that your feet have gone missing? Have you gone crazy? No. To find your feet means to operate comfortably and confidently when we get a new job. We need to take a little bit of time to find our feet. And so this is something that you can say to someone who's, who's relatively new at something. You say, hey, just take a little time, find your feet, and then we'll proceed. Find your feet. Here's another one here that I really like. Major day. Something that has really improved your day. It's made your day. The kids really made your day when they brought you a present major day what does it mean to make someone's day this means to improve someone's day drastically maybe somebody's had a very poor day they haven't enjoyed themselves they're in a bad mood well you want to make their day bring them some flowers cook them some lunch give them a foot rub. whatever it takes i guess it depends on how your relationship is with the person but there's always something that you can do to make someone's day. Even a stranger. You, can, you can't you can go rub a stranger's feet. But you can tell them, I really like your shoes. You can say that to a stranger. Just say, wow, you have some nice shoes on. Just might make their day. So we've got two idioms down. Find your feet. Made your day. One more idiom for you here and then we'll wrap it up. I told you so. I told you so. Told you so. This is a way of bragging. It's like saying, I was right and you were wrong. I told you so. Cucumbers really do clean your breath. I told you so. As a matter of fact, I give cucumber slices to my dogs, Manu and Sasa. When they start to get dog breath because they've been eating junk and and God knows what, I give them just a couple slices of cucumber. For one, they love it. It's very nutritious for dogs. It's very hydrating, good for their body, good for their fur, and it cleans their breath. Try it out for yourself. Try it on your own animals. And I'll be saying, I told you. I told you it works. I told you so. Now, it's not always polite to say, I told you so. As a matter of fact, it can be incredibly annoying. If a husband says this to his wife, you may be in a lot of trouble. If a wife says this to her husband, he may get upset. Saying, I told you so, can be rather obnoxious. It's something that you don't want to say too much. But you know how it is. Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes you've got to say, hey, hey, I'm right. You were wrong. I told you. I told you that you were wrong. Sometimes I told you so is appropriate. But mind your manners. You don't want to use it too much. You don't want to start a fight unnecessarily. I certainly don't want to have that kind of an impact on your English. Well, anyway, folks, I've got to get to wrapping this one up for today. I've got to grab a quick bite to eat and then I'm off to work. I've got another class coming up in a few minutes. So, if you will excuse me, I'm going to go grab some lunch. Thank you very much for your time today. As I mentioned, if you like what you're hearing, if you liked learning these things, the idioms, the blendings, the sounds, the the things that you just didn't notice about spoken English before, let me give you some clear direction with this. Will you learn the entire American accent in my video course alone? No, no, you will not. However, it'll give you a strong foundation to move forward with. So, check the link in the description, and I look forward to getting started with you from there. Anyway, that brings us to the end of our session for today. I'm going to go grab some lunch. Have a good one, folks. I'm opening my doors of enrollment for the month of May. I've got five accent training spots available for five accent learners who want to see predictable progress learning to communicate in English with the same habits, the same patterns, and the same sounds that Americans use naturally. I've got...